Welcome back to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and today we are talking about being easygoing. How to be easygoing, even if you are dealing with difficult times or things you just don't like or things that tend to trigger you into those more stressful, controlly like states. You know what I'm talking about? That's what we're talking about on the show today. So I'm going to start off with a story. And then like I always do, I'm going to give you some tips and strategies for things that you can do and how you can add this stuff into your life. So it makes a huge difference when it comes to your energy. Because guess what? Energy is everything. If you are trying to shift your career, shift your relationships, shift your health, shift your house stuff, whatever it is that you've been working on in your life, the key to you getting there has everything to do with your energy. So often people want to just focus on strategy, like tell me everything I need to do, A, B, C, D, E, right? Step one through five, tell me all the things and I'll do it. But there's a reason why, and you know this, that all the data is out there to really do anything that you want to do. All the steps are out there. Why do some people do it and others are not able to do it? Has everything to do with your energy through the process. Okay, so I digress on that. Energy is important. You know that. That's why you're listening to the show is you know it's important. Okay, so moving on to my story because it relates to energy because obviously everything does. So what happened was this past weekend was my mother-in-law's birthday birthday celebration. And my brother-in-law was coming into town from Texas. It was also around his birthday. And then my nephew, his son, so my brother-in-law's son, he was having a birthday too in the next few days. So all three of them were celebrating birthdays. So what we got excited, right? So we decided that on Friday morning, we were going to drive out to go be with family for the whole weekend and do all the fun fall things that you can do in Indiana where we live, like corn maze, bonfire, carving pumpkins, eating pot pies, cakes, all the things. It was really fun. But before that fun begun, what happened was, so picture this. I wake up on Friday morning, and one thing you need to know about homegirl over here, she doesn't like to be rushed. You know what I mean? I do not like to be rushed. It's a huge trigger for me. I will immediately result to, uh, this is usually the statement I say, is if I feel rushed by Ian, I will usually say this. You know what? You can go by yourself. Okay, just go ahead, go, have fun. I usually say something like that (laughs) or I just get like fist straight up. So anyways, that was happening because Ian was excited. He wanted to rush and go see his family. And I was like, I want to have my morning time. And you know how I am about morning time. Like I like the quietness of the morning. I like to have my coffee or my tea or whatever and spend that time. So that wasn't happening. So what came up for me was... Do you think I was easygoing in that situation initially? No. I said some of those statements I just mentioned, like, you can go by yourself, peace, have fun, that kind of stuff. And um, why? Why did I do that? Is because I was resisting what was. The fact was, is that we were about to leave. And like, yeah, you can set boundaries around things, but this was happening. Like, we were getting in the car, like, we're about to leave. This is the reality that's happening, And you have choices when that's happening to resist it. 
and get mad and try to control the situation or to flow with it and intentionally decide how you're going to show up through the things. So this is why there is an engraving on my phone that specifically says, let it go, let it flow. Why? Because I have a tendency to want to resist things that I don't like. Just like most humans, we have that. But you know what happens is that that can cause us a lot of suffering. I'm not saying that you allow things to be all crappy in your life and you don't have any boundaries and you don't act bold. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about resisting things that are already happening. And then like kind of dwelling on the past, like wishing it was a different way instead of thinking like, yes, this is happening. And now what do I want to do with it? How can I make the best of this situation? So after I got over my energy, it shifted low. This is a thing. It's not a problem that you go there. It's a problem if you stay there. That's just my own personal opinion. If you stay there for long periods of time. So I shifted down lower and then I decided, now how do I want to show up? So this is what I thought would be a good idea. I was like, okay, what I can do is I can make my coffee. I can put it in one of my mugs. I can bring my mug with me in the car. I'll bring my journal. It's an hour and a half ride. I can write in my journal. I could bring my headphones. I could listen to like a meditation or something. Um, I could sit my coffee, watch the sun and pass the cornfields and just like have a good morning. I can do that. So that's what I decided. So pack up everything. It gets better. Keep listening. Pack up everything, including our cat, Steve. So Steve, my cat, he goes to my in-laws a lot and he loves to be there because he gets to go outside there because it's a better environment for him to go outside because they live... um, down this lane, back in the woods, by this pond, and he loves it out there. So we thought, you know, since it's getting cold in Indiana, we'll bring him, and this way he has some time outside before it starts snowing and stuff. So we could put him in the car, and he's been getting sick lately in the car. It's not normal. Usually he rides in the car so well. If you guys watch me on my Instagram, I often post stories of him, like, in the car with us, and he likes to, on my Instagram is at Ange Barnard, if you're wondering. So Um, Anyways, he likes to ride on my husband's arm and look out the window the whole time. So he was doing that, but we were like, oh, he could get sick again because he's been doing that lately since we moved because these windy roads in the country and stuff. So anyways, he's riding with Ian. I'm sipping my coffee, doing my thing in the passenger seat, you know, journaling. And then all of a sudden Ian's like, oh, Angie's going to throw up, right? So he like throws him off of him and throws him on me with the intention that he could get Steve on the ground in between my legs, and that's where he would throw up. Well, he throws him on me. My coffee splashes all over the place, and Steve pukes on my um, cell phone. He actually puked on my phone where it says, let it go, let it flow. Isn't that funny? Puked right there. (laughs) Then puked all over my backpack, all over me, like all the things. And um, I'm like, what? And there's coffee all over me. And I'm like, okay, like deep breath. I put Steve in the back and I just started laughing about it. And I was like, is this real life? Like, whatever, you know, like let it go because it just happened. There's nothing I can do. I could still, I could be mad. I could yell, Ian, doesn't matter. I'm not going to cry over spilled milk. It's already done. Right. So this is years of work that's taking me to get to this point. (laughs) So anyways, after this, keep listening. This ride gets a lot more interesting. 
So we end up, Steve sits in the back. We end up driving. We end up coming to an area that actually just wasn't intentional, but we ended up driving down the road where Ian's grandma's um, cemetery is, where she was buried recently. So Ian's like, I want to get out and see the cemetery um, or see her stone and everything since it was just put out there. So we we get out. We see it. We come back in the car. And um, as we're driving away, a deer runs into our car. We hit the deer. I don't know. It happens so fast. You don't even know. So it hits the car. And Ian slams the brake. Steve, our cat, flies and hits the windshield and falls back. Homeboy's fine. Don't worry. He's totally fine. But my first concern was not him. It was not Ian. It was the deer. So I was like, oh, the deer. And I was like. Like the what I saw was the deer um, jumped like he kept trying to get up like several times and I'm like oh his legs are broken actually I think it was a she her legs were broken and I was this is what I was thinking I'm like she's gonna be suffering in front of me and then I wonder if someone can sedate her like all of these thoughts went in my mind very quickly so um, I'm like what do we do you know and like she like flails a few times and then she gets up and runs off and I was I don't know how she was I don't really know. But she got up and ran away pretty fast. So my prayer is that homegirl's okay. And she's still out there living her best life. That is my prayer. We have no idea really what the reality is. But I'm going to believe that thought because it makes me feel good, you know. So anyways, after she runs away, I say, can we go chase her? That's the other thing I said. And Ian's like, why are we going to chase her? I'm like, I just need to know that she is okay. And he's like, we're not going to catch her. That's dumb. We need to figure out what's going on in our lives right now. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yes. So back to reality. I like go outside of the car because he's sitting in the car. And he didn't get out yet because he was like, ah, man, I don't even want to see the damage. And he's like, can you go see? So I got out and I looked and it was all dented up, messed up on the side and like, I think the, like the front of the, I don't know if it's called the buffer, but the thing in the front, it was like hanging down and stuff. And Ian initially thought we cracked our entire windshield, but it wasn't uh, fully cracked. It was just like a lot of it was just spit from the deer. So anyways, I was like, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yep. And I come back and I sit in the car and he's like, really? He gets out, looks at it and he's like, yeah. And I was like, but it's still drivable, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just get to your parents' house And the thing was, is like, we were both so calm about it. And I'm like, who am I? Because old me would have been like probably trying to find a way to blame him for something. I don't know. Would have been freaking out. I don't know. But I was just kind of like this feeling of like, it's I'm we're all safe and all is well. Like, yeah, my car looks janky, but it's still running. And all is okay. We're fine. So we end up getting to the house and I grab Steve when we get there because I see that my nephew and my mother-in-law were actually driving around this, the big tractor in the, like the arena where the horses go and stuff. They were driving it around and they seemed all happy and cheerful. So I get out and I bring Steve to him so I could show my nephew Steve and greet them. And I was just like happy. And then I told my mother-in-law, like, yeah, we just got in an accident. We hit a deer. And she's like, what? And kind of shocked because I was so, I think, chill about it. I was like, yeah, go look at the car. She's like, is it messed up? I'm like, it's pretty messed up. So she went over there and looked at it. And Ian ended up, like, hammering it out. And we didn't even, we're not going to file an insurance claim, nothing, that, none of that stuff. Because it ain't even worth it. My, my Toyota that is, like, over 200,000 miles, like, 
it's just going to live its best life out to the end. That's my intention. And the other part of me wants to not spend my money on my car because I would intentionally prefer to spend my money on my dreams, my other dreams, like professional speaking. I'm about, guys, to make the biggest investment I've ever made in my professional speaking career, like in my whole coaching stuff. That ain't true because I did pay a lot to go to coaching school. But almost, it's probably like the second biggest investment I've made. Makes me nervous. And um, I'm still going to do it anyways in honor of who I want to be because I want to bet on me, you know, and I want to show that I'm betting on me with my energy and my resources, even if there's some doubt there. And there always is for all of us. Like I always get afraid when I invest in things because I'm like, is this going to work for me? Is this going to be helpful? Is this worth it? And it's like, am I going to make it worth it? That's what I need to be asking myself. The reason I wanted to bring that up is because I know personally working with me, a lot of my clients have made that commitment to pay money to invest in themselves. And I get that same fear. And a lot of the fear is not just around the program of wondering if if the program's going to give you want. It's about you. It's like, am I going to follow through this time? Am I going to really do the work that it takes? It's like those doubts that show up for us and I just want to say, like, if you ever have that coming up for you, when you are making an investment into something, one, I want to tell you that it's normal. And I want to say, two, me too. Like, I just felt that. And I brought that up to the person when I was making, talking about this program and debating it and all the things. I brought that up. Like I said, you know, one of the things I'm really afraid of is like, I will take, I'll invest all this money into this and I'll be in the same spot that I was before. Like that's a huge fear of mine. And I saw like, I just thought of my clients and like, I know I'm like, yep, I'm here too. I'm feeling it too. And I was like, you know what? But I'm going to bet on me because I believe in me and it's different this time. Everything's different now because I've evolved so much. I'm going to do things differently going forward. This is another message that's coming up for me that I feel like I just need to tell you is like also if you have fears around starting anything new, the worry of if this is going to be like your past thing, I want you to check yourself with that because you're different now. You're a different person than the past thing. Like I always have my clients talking about jobs. Like I'm worried that what if this job is just like my last one? What if it's like that? Well, guess what? You're going to make sure it's not. You're going to set the boundaries that maybe you didn't set before. You're going to speak your truth. You're going to be bold in ways that you never were before because you've grown so much. So it's not going to be like before. And you know yourself so much better now than you did before. So I just feel like I needed to say that if that's something that you're struggling with at all. Okay, so that's it. Now, let's get back to my whole topic. Where was I? I really feel like when this stuff happens, it's for you in some way. So just flow with it. Let it go. Let it flow. Like the mantra that we're working with. Being easygoing. Okay, so when I dissected what had happened, like how was I able to keep my energy higher through something that was out of my control that kind of shook me up, something that I wanted to be differently to happen differently, to play out differently? How did I keep my cool during that? How did I end up being so easygoing? What was going on? Is that just a natural thing that shows up? After a while, yeah, you end up programming, teaching, training your mind to be an easygoing person. Or you 
tell yourself you are repeatedly over and over in your mind and you become her and you act like her. So with that, this is really what I did though, is I, in the moment, I was like, okay, what's the opportunity here? What's the gift here? I was asking myself those questions. Gift is we're all fine, right? We still get to go be with our family, still get to have a fun weekend. The old me, I need to keep it real with you. The old me would have let that incident ruin my entire weekend. You ever have that happen to you in your life where something happens, like someone says something crappy to you and it ruins the rest of your day and you dwell around it. You keep talking about it. It can even ruin your entire week. This is where I want you to notice the energy shift down when something happens in your life and I want you to intentionally decide how you want to show up. Ask yourself, what's the opportunity? What's the lesson here? If there's something that keeps happening in your life that keeps showing up and it's bringing your energy down, there means that there's a lesson there for you that you're supposed to learn, that you're supposed to work through. And the answer is not to go to a level one and avoid and disengage or go, you know, like that's not the answer because then you'll keep repeating what is happening. So this is coming up for me right now is I've had... um Two people today talked to me about how certain work situations happened where they're frustrated and basically they were not getting the help that they needed. So they already overworked and then they're supposed to have someone else come help them in their position. But turns out funding was cut. Now they're not having this person. And then meanwhile, they're continuing to work more and more and more with no financial gain, all the things. And in that situation, the person's like, it's frustrating that this keeps happening and I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, okay, well, what about having a conversation with the people? Mm -mm, I want to avoid the conflict. I don't want to deal with that. Well, you can see where this person goes to like a level one on the chart, avoidance, withdrawal, disengagement, feeling like life is just happening to me and there's nothing I can do about it. Right. And sometimes we do that. But what's happening, I feel like this is happening in this person's life for them. Remember, everything is happening for me. So this is happening for you because there's a lesson here that you need to learn. There's some action, like there's like God, universe, whatever resonates with you and you want to call this, you're getting pinged and pulled into a direction. It's like, step up, step up to the plate, let's go. Or this is going to keep showing up for you. So I think what is happening, I said in this person's life, is that they're being called to be bold in this situation and speak their truth. Otherwise, this will continue to happen wherever they are. So when I say, what is the gift in this situation? It's a question you can ask yourself. The gift is that this is an opportunity for me to speak up and say something. In fact, the fact that someone just made an announcement publicly, like, hey, we're not going to bring any funding into this role. That means what a perfect time for you to respond to that announcement that just happened and speak your truth. There's a gift in this situation. So that's what I mean where you use these questions. What is the gift? What's the opportunity here? Or yes, this is happening. And now who do I want to be as I move forward? I don't care what situation you're going through. Well, I kind of do care because I have nosy up in your business and I do care about your life. But I'm saying like whatever situation that you're going through, you can use this and you feel resistance. You feel stressed. You feel like you're not being an easygoing, peaceful person that you want to be then this is a time for you to ask the question, what's the gift in the situation? What is this teaching me? 
What's an opportunity here? Is, is there a lesson here for me to learn? If so, what is it? What do I think it is? Yes, this is happening. And now what do I want to do about it? Another question I want to throw in here for you to think about is how can you be more resourceful? I love me some resourceful people. Love me some of those. So many of my clients, thank you, Jesus, for sending me these humans that are so resourceful. Like these people surprise me all the time when we're like seeking opportunities. And then I'm like, what do you think? What do you think you should do next? What's the best next step for you? And they will, and I just sit back, I'll listen, and they'll be like, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to this person. I'm thinking I'm going to look at it in this way. And I know this person. It's like, they're so resourceful. Like they're working with what they got there. And I'm like, yeah. And like, they come up with ideas that I would never think about. Like, I'm trying to give examples, like different techniques of talking to people and just all these different things that I'm just like, dang, that's good. That's real good. And the reason they're able to come up with those ideas is because let's say something doesn't happen the way they initially wanted. And instead of going, because they're aware of this energy stuff, instead of going lower, they'll be like, hey, Ange, I'm dropping low. I'm getting down to that level. I'm feeling this way. And we'll be like, okay, let's look at if you were from a higher energy, how would you show up? What would you do with this? Oh, someone didn't get back to you for something that you were going after, an opportunity. Okay, how is this an opportunity for you? What do you want to make it mean for you? What's another way of talking to that person or whatever, depending on the situation? Let me tell you an example of how this happened. Once I was working, um, it was one of my, actually one of my students from the past where I was teaching career transition classes and such a cool dude. He ended up having an interview somewhere and he got rejected for the job. And um, he said he was looking at the energy chart and he said he went low and he was just like, oh, this freaking sucks. You know, I really wanted this job and just like the poor me stuff kicks in. Maybe I won't find the opportunity I want, you know, blah, 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 blah. You go down that hole. And he said he started noticing he was going down that hole. And then he said he looked up at the chart and he saw that on level five, it said the energy was opportunity. What's the opportunity in the situation? So he said he asked himself that. And you know what he did is he ended up emailing back the people who rejected him for the role. And he said, like, I am so curious about growing and learning. And I really value that. And I was curious if you could give me any tips based on my interview, um, what I could do better. And these are the kinds of opportunities you know I'm looking for. What can I do better in the future? So it's like an opportunity for him to learn. He asked them something like that. And they responded back to him. And the guy was like, you know, I've never had anyone do that. Like actually see it as an opportunity. And I love that you thought that way. And I forget what tips they gave him. They gave him some tips, but they said, just because you have that mindset, I would like to offer you another opportunity. And they ended up giving him another opportunity that I believe was a way better fit for him. And that happened because he knew how to shift his energy. And even if it didn't happen that way, it's a cool story, right? But even if it didn't happen that way, even if he just knew enough to be like, what do I want to make this mean? I want to make it mean that this is not this is not meant for me. This is like everything is happening for me. So if this door closes then this is probably not the path that I'm supposed to be on. And it's just a sign. And I should start getting excited because that means God's got something better coming along for me. 
right? Maybe he would do that, but that's tapping into like level six energy, all the things. But we got to do that for ourselves because we cannot let this low energy stuff bring us down, keep us down from being the people we want to be. So I know you want to be, I think you want to be an easygoing person versus like an uptight person, you know? You want to be easygoing. You want to have more peace in life. You want to have more fun. That means you need to let go of the things that aren't serving you. That means that you need to let go of the attachment around how you want things to look and let it be better than you initially planned. Let it go. You let it flow. And notice this. When you start getting that controlly energy, and you know how it is, we're like, oh, I want it to be this way or I want people to think this way about me. And we just kind of obsess about it. It's like, well, something's off here. Our internal GPS is telling us that we're out of alignment here. And it's because we're coming from these low energy levels. And what's normal, we're humans. We are going to do that. But we're not going to stay there because we are people that want to intentionally design our lives. We want to enjoy our lives. And that means we have to be intentional about our energy. We need to learn how to manage our energy. Because so many people don't have these kinds of tools, you know? It's so important with whatever you do, even building relationships that you understand how to manage the energy in conversations even. Like you understand what to do when someone shows up and they have very low energy and like, and you know what to do to shift that energy. You know what questions to ask them so that not only do they feel better in your presence, but you feel better around them versus us being the people that are like, oh, I hate hanging out with negative people. It's so annoying. I hate talking to them. Okay, I totally get that because I feel that too. Like no one wants to be around that low energy. But what power do we have to shift that or shift it for ourselves? How can we bring back the power into our lives? Because so many of us are doing this stuff where we're like, I don't feel good unless X thing outside of me changes, unless someone responds to me in this certain way, unless my job changes, unless my partner changes, unless, okay, then, you know, it's like, you're, that's so out of your control, all that stuff. And our real work is to, to learn how to work with our own energy and give us what we need even. And listen, listen to the intuition. I'm so excited for Helena. I know you guys, I told you about this, how she's the person that has all the tips around dealing with the mind, talking about the intuition. She is coming on the show. We have a date set up. So I can't wait for you to hear more about that. One of the things recently today that my client told me, oh, can't wait to share all these client stories with you. And I have so many that need to be edited because I want to just edit this stuff for me because there's so many good ones I have not aired yet because I'm just gonna keep it real. When things get so busy, like this week has been so, so busy. Lately with this transition with work, it's just been a lot happening and I'm doing my best to manage my energy around it. But sometimes it's just easier instead of going back and editing all past things to show up, grab the mic and be like, hey guys, I'm here, let's chat feels a lot easier in these moments. But I really do need to bring out some of these other stories that you need to hear from people in the past that have worked with me. Today, I ended up talking to a past client. Can't wait for you to hear our story because she's talking about how she loves what she's doing now, how energetically she feels so much better. And I just remember the dark times, like when she like lacked the faith, had the, all the tears, didn't know how things were going to work out for her, all of that stuff. And I remember saying, like, it's always darkest before dawn. Keep the faith. Like, trust. Trust the process. And then to see where she is now, I'm, like, so excited. So excited for you to hear that story. Um, because the other thing I want you to hear from clients and people that I've worked with, I want you to know 
that it's not all easy. It is like I loved like I want to keep adopting this mindset of letting it be easy and not trying to control and bringing in the ease into everything I'm doing. But the reality is, is like your brain is going to have resistance to all the changes that you're making. The subconscious is going to be like, what? Who am I? I'm not this person. I'm not used to being that person. That feels weird to call myself that and say that. I feel like a fraud. All that stuff is going to show up. That is normal. There will be that kind of resistance subconsciously. But what I don't want, so that's normal. You're going to be having that kind of resistance. What I don't want for you is to be resisting all the external things around you too on top of it, you know, and trying to control all these things that are out of your control. It's like taking the power back. What can I do? Sometimes I'll tell you some more things of how this looks like. It can look like something's happening in work situation where you don't like what is happening. Like, and, and you are like, oh, it's so easy to complain about that situation, that person. And then I want you to be thinking about this. What can I do about this? How can I be resourceful? What can I do with my energy here? What, what do I need to ask for? What do I need to feel better? What do I need to do for my own energy? All these kinds of questions. Um, sometimes this looks at like, like someone's not getting back to you. There's so many scenarios I could go on. I know this is a rant of multiple things, but maybe something here like you need to hear. Sometimes it looks like this, like like someone hasn't gotten back to someone or something and the person's like, oh, I just don't know what's happening. I want them to get back to me. I need to know this to move forward, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, then what do you need to do so that you feel better? Ask. Oh, but I'm worried that I'm going to be annoying. I'm worried that I'm going to trigger them. But what about you? What about how you feel? The same goes true for like sometimes when people want to make more money in a situation. They're like, oh, I don't want to make the person mad. I don't want them to be upset at me. Like just something like that. I'm worried about what they will think. There's always that. And I always want to be like, what about how you think? What about how you feel about your life? Are you willing to advocate for that person? What about your energy? Because this is stealing your energy every day. You see it. So what are you going to do to make sure that you shift your own energy, that you feel better? Because what this means is like it, you feel heaviness there. It's because stuff's weighing you down that you need to let go of, that you keep holding on to. Because when you let it go, everything flows. I think about this as like when we've gone hiking, we've done the long distance hiking, Every little bit on your back counts. Every little bit of weight. This is why people cut their toothbrush in half because those ounces add up very quickly. And then you end up having all these injuries and you can't move as quickly through the process. So it all matters, the weight that you're carrying. And I think about that in our lives. Like we just want to, we want to flow, right? We want to get to like get closer to our vision. We want to enjoy the journey. It's hard to enjoy the journey when you carry in a bunch of crap, it's really hard to do that. So what is it that you need to let go of so you can be that more easygoing person that you want to be? You know, think about it. You know what that is. When I say this to you right now, what is it that you need to let go of? What comes up for you? When I say, what is it that you need to change? What comes up? What is it that you know you need to do to set your future self up for success? What is that thing? Okay, so I want you to think about going to be that person. Here's three questions again I just want to leave you with when it comes to being more easygoing in your life. 
is this. What is the gift or what's the opportunity in this situation? Number two, yes, this is happening. I see you. I see all these things happening. It's acceptance. And now what? Now what do I want to do with it? This is, this is also related to that level five energy where it's higher on the scale because it's like accepting what is versus resisting it. This is happening. And now what? Now who do I want to be? And then the third thing is how can I be more resourceful? How can I use what I already have here? What can I do in this situation? Okay, those are the things I want you to be thinking about. Um, I hope you enjoy your week and I will talk to you soon. Please leave a review if you haven't done so and connect with me on Instagram and say hello. Talk to you soon. Bye.